Welcome to the Genius Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Craig Shields, and welcome to the official Genius Podcast. Every two weeks, we'll explore the ins and outs of how to get more eyes on your business with marketing tips and solutions that are more than just the sum of their parts. Every episode, we'll speak to a range of experts from both inside the Genius family and from further afield. Please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Genius Podcast. I'm your host, original genius Emma Humphrey, and I am absolutely delighted to be joined today by Aileen Boyle of Fortro. Hi Aileen. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Would you like to tell everybody who you are, where you come from, and the kind of things you know about? So my name is Aileen Boyle. And I run a company called Fortro. We've been going since January 2020. And it was launched as a direct response to um, a lot of business owners who are technically proficient at what it is that they do, but didn't necessarily have enough time to spend on their commercial strategy. Um, and when they did, they didn't necessarily have all of the skill set there. So I launched this as a commercial strategy as a service. And since then, I have supported Actually, over 300 businesses I've presented at conferences, business schools, um, I've just some innovation competitions. And I recently, and I'm well proud of this, just co-authored my first book um, with a bunch of other businesswomen, um, Voices of the 21st Century. And it's just fueling businesswomen to just go for it. And rightly so, you should be proud of that. Um, my book is as yet unfinished, so I'm super, super psyched that you finished <laughs> yours. Um, <laughs> so the reason that I decided to ask Aileen to join us today was because um, we are seeing more and more sales and marketing being brought together into overall sort of revenue departments, and there's a lot more alignment between sales and marketing. So mm. I thought it'd be interesting to hear from somebody who was sort of at that kind of head, chief commercial officer, chief revenue officer level, yeah. um, to, you know, what, what they expect from our marketing listeners. Yeah. So what I, you know, what I always say to business owners, that when you launch a business, you have a very, very clear idea of what it is where you want to go. And that can be anything from, you know, being the in a category of one for the UK, or you might be looking at franchising or executing a management buyout at some point, uh, six figures beyond. You've always, you know, and that entrepreneurial spirit is really, really strong. And it should burn bright because that's actually what the driving force behind your success is. However, obviously, the last few years has seen the commercial world turn up you know head over heels and a lot of business owners are now looking at what it was that they had in their head and where they are now and wondering how to bridge the gap and and really it's it it comes down to their strategic proposition that's usually where the gap is and that's where I come in so we look at that and, you know, so that helps move from companies from that sort of groundbreaking to highly profitable. Um, and I help reconstruct the strategic proposition for this ever evolving market. Fab, thank you. So I, I wanted to kick off, you're, you're obviously the kind of commerciality guru. Um, <laughs> I, I wondered if you could explain sort of through the lens of looking at 
commerciality as a key skill for marketers. Mm-hmm. What, why, why, why is it such an important skill for a marketer to be commercial? And have you got any tips for those who are perhaps thinking, oh, this is a bit of a gap for me, and they would like to develop that skill more? Sure. So I mentioned just now the sort of strategic proposition, and a lot of people talk about value proposition and sales tactics as if they're two separate things. But actually, what I've seen and what works really well is if you start with the end in sight. So if you if you're if you are looking at delivering a particular product and service, you should know that by the time you get there and you're having the conversation with your client, it's going to be an easy yes for them. But doing that, you've sort of worked backwards. So if you start with your client, so for example, Emma, if I was working with you and you're saying, Aileen, I would like you to look at my commercial strategy, then the first thing I'd be doing is, well, what does that look like for you? And then we start to work backwards. And then we can start to figure out where the difficulties might be, where the objections for you might be. Um, And then we work backwards again and we think, so how would we then approach uh, the conversation with you? And then we take another step back, which is, well, how would I attract you to my business? In which case you come right back to the marketing. And I think it it needs to have that joined up approach of starting with the end and work backwards. And actually, you need to have the commercial head, the salesperson and the marketing people around the same table at the same time when they're starting to plan this so that it isn't just well I've done my bit and now I've stopped and then the next bit starts and then the next bit starts does that all make sense it's that coherent approach it absolutely does and it sort of sparked some ideas for me you know when you were talking about um sort of sales and objection handling that in fact probably your marketing people would be trying to kind of handle those objections early through some of their messaging Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing. And it's, 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 I like the fact that sales and marketing now, uh, and then, you know, the sort of customer service um, is all starting to blend it because the client can only benefit from that. um, Because all they want to know is that you've got their back. Actually, and I mean this with love in my heart, they're not actually care. They don't actually care how they get there. They just want the thing. And they want the outcome. And they are trusting you as the specialist to deliver in a way that works for them. And you're right. If you have worked your way through the objections, then, you you know, when they do ask about, well, how will that work? Well, that seems, you know, how is that fee structure going to work? Because it always comes down to money. You know, how what value will I get out of this? How is this actually going to help me? Because your marketing people have thought, right, we're could that come up and they've been helped by the salespeople to answer those questions by the time you get to that why don't we have a quick conversation the salesperson has I'm snapping my fingers here but they're they're like the, the answers are just flowing the client just can ask everybody knows where everybody is and it's that as I said that coherent approach yeah music to my ears because I'm mm-hmm always banging on about demonstrating the value demonstrating the benefit focusing on the outcome as opposed to you know the features and the how if we get how we get there so uh, I think we're absolutely aligned Mm -hmm. on that one so you you touched on proposition a few times so far um lots of people get confused about what the hell a proposition really is so could you give us your definition of what a proposition actually is and tell us why it's absolutely critical for the revenue teams yeah so for me, proposition is literally you go to market and say, I have this product or service. This is how it works. And this is how you cannot live without, uh, without it. 
Okay, some people call that the offer and they're not wrong. I add in the word strategic before it, before all the things that we've just been talking about, because it can't just be about what you want to give the market. You have to look to see where the gap is and then hone your skill set, your product, your service to meet that need. And that's where it becomes a strategic proposition. Um, and and many business, and that's where things fall down for businesses because people have some brilliant ideas, but it doesn't mean anybody wants them. And I'm whispering because <laughs> oh. in a horrible way. It's just I've seen so many businesses who've got brilliant ideas and nobody is going to argue with that. But then it comes down to, yes, but who wants it and who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay any money for that? And that's where they kind of come unstuck. So the proposition has to not just be what it is, but but the how and the who and the why. Absolutely. And that whole piece around differentiation is really important. <clears throat> we yeah. do this with people from, from a, a brand positioning perspective as well. Mm-hmm. I think we, we're kind of very aligned on our approach for all that we, we deal with slightly different areas. Um, you know, we always say that we have to zone in on the commercially relevant white space, i.e. where is nobody else that is also yeah. saleable? Because it has, yeah. you know, just, just, just being different isn't enough. You have to be different in a way that is still very desirable. And that's it. And we'll work commercially for your business. I mean, another way that sometimes people come unstuck is they do have something that people will want to pay for, but not actually pay the going rate. Does that make sense? So it might be that they only want to pay £100 for something, but actually in order for the business to be commercially viable, they need to be paying 200 And again, that's something that we can, you know, that I look at with my clients and say, well, okay, so what could we do to get it to £100? Are you prepared to create a £100 product? Are you even prepared to just change your pricing structure as it is for your business? And that's where that strategy comes in. And, you know, there's, as you say, there's a bit of um, crossover with, with where you are and what I do. I very much do it for a how do I move you from groundbreaking to profitable? How do I move businesses to be commercially viable? How, do, how can I help you sell this? as opposed to the messaging, which is where you come in. Absolutely. And I think that's so important because I think probably most of our listeners at one point or another would have been responsible for marketing a product that isn't sort of strategically and commercially positioned correctly. Um, And is that that age old phrase, you know, you can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. But I sort of extended that and went, but it still smells. And it's, (laughs) it's really, really hard. To market mm-hmm. something that ultimately isn't a great fit for your market, that they're not prepared to pay the rate that they need to pay to have. And there's That's not it. that, that That's demand it. for it. And at the end of the day, we have to have money in the bank. You know, I'm, I, I mean, I talk about all of this as if it's some highfalutin stuff, but it isn't. At the end of the day, businesses have to have money in the bank. Otherwise, they're, they're just going to keel over. So there's profitability in this cash flow and that's a whole other podcast <laughs> we'll have to have you back to talk about that another yeah. time I suspect um another area I did want to explore as part of this episode though is we've, we've talked a little bit about kind of how uh, a commercial strategist can bring the whole kind of strategy marketing sales piece together into mm-hmm. a kind of really efficient revenue generation model yeah. Traditionally, marketing and sales teams have not been combined. They haven't been encouraged to work together in the same way that perhaps we're seeing emerging now. So mm-hmm. if 
we've got listeners and I know that we have who have been in that very traditional almost adversarial relationship between Mm. marketing and sales and they're now being thrown into this unified team structure what do they do about that how can they start working well together so I think first of all um I'm a big advocate for getting everybody around the table and let's just get it all out in the open. You know, let's understand what the role is. Then take that step up again and say, right, let's go back to why does this business exist? And I, rightly or wrongly, for me, marketing is very much about saying we are here. Sales is very much about and here's how we can help you and helping people to make the right decision. If you come together on this, Actually, one cannot be without the other because the market department can't do their job unless they understand the client and the sales team cannot help their client uh, make the right decision if they don't have anybody to have a conversation with. And so if you get everybody around the table and you take it from that point of view, you immediately depersonalize it and actually it becomes about the company. It's not about marketing or sales it's about the company and about being customer centric and I know there's an awful lot about this but I think it's more important than ever is to put yourself in the shoes of the client the customer what is it that they want do they want the most shiny fancy schmancy thing or do they want something that actually you know gets their business to six figures well we know what the answer is you know they want to they want somebody that will give it to them straight. They want somebody that's walked the talk and they want somebody that is not going to, as you say, put glitter all over it. And so if you bring sales and marketing together to right from the start, and it's the the, the leadership team who have a responsibility to do that, and that's slight, you know, I mean, they set the tone. So get everybody around the table, do a day where we go, right, let's get back to basics. What are we doing? Why are we doing it? Who are we doing it for? How can we do this? What you'll find is people will naturally uh, bump ideas off each other. That's how I would do it. That's that's fantastic and really, really good practical advice that I think people can go and use straight away. So, Aileen, you've given us lots and lots to think about over the last 15 minutes. Um, I'm aware that our podcasts are very short and there's loads, loads more that you have to offer. Um, perhaps you could share with us a few ways that our listeners might be able to get more of your magic, please. Sure, sure. So um, I, I'm i on LinkedIn. So if people want to search for me, do that, find me, stalk me. <laughs> I've got lots of uh, good stuff on there. I've got lots of posts, etc. So that's that's the sort of that's the minimum. Um, I'm actually going to be running um, two or three webinars over the next few days about this very topic, about um getting uh, your strategic proposition sorted, how to make selling easier. So they can find that on my web page, uh, my LinkedIn page, sorry. And then in March, I am actually going to be running a two-day academy event on this subject of selling because it is very much still something that gives people the ick and makes them feel really uncomfortable. And it's because sales has traditionally had a very, very uh, bad name. And I have to say, I'm doing this because I I have been through this. I've been where they are. And I used to hate sales. Actually, I really quite like it now because I'm not selling. I'm actually helping my clients make the right decision. So all of those things 
can be found either on my LinkedIn page or, in fact, I'm on Facebook for people that prefer Facebook. Um, but, yeah, come say hello. And if they want, uh, we'll jump on and do a quick 20-minute conversation and I can just steer them in the right direction. You know, don't ask, I think is a big thing. Ask. Don't just be sitting there going, oh, I can't ask. Ask me. That's really kind, Aileen. I do appreciate that. And so for all of our marketing folks who are wanting to learn more about that commercial proposition piece, um, yeah. look up Aileen Boyle Fortro on LinkedIn, join one of her webinars, get your salespeople along to her amazing one day event. And um, any sort of selling founders who I know we have a few of, um, please, you know, reach out to Aileen. She will absolutely transform the way you look at what you do. Thank you so much for joining us, Aileen. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. For more information on this subject, please do check out the link in the description and join us again on the Genius Podcast in a couple of weeks' time where we'll be joined by another brand new guest who will be exploring a different topic, giving you expert insight, advice and tips. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Genius Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. We'll see you in two weeks time for our next episode.